welcome to Elbet Talks, the first podcast about destination weddings in Greece. My name is Sanya, the founder of Elbet Magazine, and I will be your host today. Join me in this new episode where we talk with Sarah Gamble from PhotoPress. Well, it has been a while since we had another episode, and I am so happy to start this new season. Yes, we take some time off for the summer because for all the wedding professionals, the summer is the busiest season, as you may know. Um, So today we're talking with Sarah from PhotoPress about the four things you need to know before designing your wedding stationery. And when I saw her wedding stationery newspapers, I immediately fell in love with this idea. And as a designer and editor of Elwood magazine, I felt the need to share it all with you. As not many couples will have a unique personalized newspaper at their wedding, uh, it will certainly be an interesting alternative and unique part of your wedding. Like many other wedding professionals, Sarah started her unique stationery business of creating personalized newspapers for weddings after her own wedding in 2016. She got inspired by a thank you newspaper she saw on Pinterest while doing the research for her own wedding. This concept of taking newspapers and creating something unique and interesting intrigued her right away and PhotoPress was created, which evolves into invites, save the dates and all things wedding stationery. PhotoPress was featured in numerous magazines and blogs such as Rock and Roll Bride, Most Curious, Unwedding, Way Out Wedding Magazine and many more. In this episode, Sarah shares her story and we dive into the four things you need to know before starting to design your own wedding stationery, dealing with the difficult conversations around invitations, such as who is invited and who isn't. You will also learn what information to share in your stationery, how to add personality to your own wedding stationery, and how you can share your day with people who couldn't make it. And now, let's dive in. Thanks to Events Music for sponsoring this episode. So, you're planning your wedding in Greece and your main priority is a good party. Well, let me tell you, you should definitely get in touch with Panos, the founder of Events Music. Talking from personal experience, Panos and his team of highly trained professionals can deliver what you want. Using state-of-the-art equipment, Events Music offers the first-class bespoke approach to all your audiovisual needs with tailor-made sound and light design concepts. With more than 25 years of presence in the luxury event space, Events Music can bring your high-end wedding party experience to life. Create your glamorous event with mirror finishes and live visual LED panels because no detail is too small. Party like there's no tomorrow with Events Music. www.eventsmusic.gr That's www.eventsmusic.gr Today we are talking to Sarah from PhotoPress about four things you need to know before designing your wedding stationery. But first, Sarah, tell us a bit more about the story behind your PhotoPress and what do you do? Hey, so yeah, I'm Sarah and um, I've been working out, I started my business, should I say, for PhotoPress in 2017. Um, I got married myself in 2016 and um, 
I did my own stationery for my own wedding and also a friend's prior to that. Um, and it just unleashed a really creative side of me. And so I decided that it was something I wanted to do after my wedding. And I'd sent out newspapers as part of my own wedding stationery. And it just seemed like a really good thing that no one else was doing. Um, and I love how you can put your own personality into stuff. So um, yeah, I just kind of decided it was something that I wanted to explore. And here I am a few years later. Yeah, I first saw your wedding station in your newspapers on Instagram. I just fell in love and I just knew I needed to share with all of our audience. And I think Aww. it's such a fun idea to have uh, at the wedding. And uh, it's a certainly something that everybody will be talking about. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I get a lot of love when I'm at fairs. Um, the most common thing people say to me is, I've never seen anything like this before. It's really different. That's like pretty much the first thing anyone ever says to me, which is kind of nice because it makes me kind of stand out. And um, whilst I'm not for everyone, some people say I love it, but it's not for me. And that's that's okay. But it's really nice that people sort of recognize that it's, it is different. And, um, and the best part is that you can put your personality into it. And that's kind of my unique selling point is that, um, I'm, and, I, and the part I love is working with my clients when they really want to inject themselves into it as much as possible. So um, sort of personalized stories and um, photos and things. Sometimes people put um, like their parents' wedding photos in and things like that. And it's so personal to them. And that's like the best part because no two are the same. And, and for me creatively, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, exactly. And as you said before, it doesn't have to be for everyone. Uh, yeah. So it's perfectly fine we have a variety because there are some couples that want something different, that, uh, you know, don't want yeah. the traditional fine art wedding station. It just doesn't represent them. And yeah. especially because uh, our couples are getting younger, <laughs> are younger. And uh, um, I think it's something really unique what you're doing. And also, I believe that, you know, newspapers are dying out a little bit. And this is something to revive this uh, nostalgia. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that. <laughs> and I've also, I've had a few clients who are journalists, which is really cool. Yeah. And they've like really run with the newspaper element. Because sometimes I get people who really want it to look like a newspaper. And then other times people want it to look more like stationary and less newspapery but that you know the design is not a newspaper it's just printed on newspaper whereas other people want it to be mm -hmm. an actual newspaper um so yeah it's like i basically tell people it's a blank piece of paper and we'll do whatever you want i'll help you get there but obviously the content and what it looks like is entirely up to them which is kind of scary in some ways, but also yeah. like exciting because when people book me, I have no idea what it's going to look like at the end. Whereas usual usual stationers will have like a house design or um, like a kind of style, so they probably have a fair idea of what it's going to look like when they get booked in. Um, but for me, I think uh, every couple. And their love story is completely unique to them. 
and unique in the world and I think giving people generic stationery where only their names and like the date and the venue changes doesn't seem right to me because I feel like everybody's different so why would their stationery not represent them and not be different as well so yeah that's kind of where I kind of I love I do look, love and look at stationery and think that's amazing but it doesn't say anything about the people yeah Exactly. So what what stories do you usually put inside? I mean, obviously, they can put whatever they want, the couples yeah. in their news. But what is, are they some like, uh, some standard things they put, like maybe their engagement story? Obviously, they have more surface now to send stories or to share their thoughts and ideas about their wedding yeah. or something. So what do they usually put? It really depends. Um, I think the most common thing is a crossword uh, with questions about the couple and maybe like the odd question about the parents or like bridesmaid or best man or something, Mm -hmm. but mostly about them or like, you know, some people, uh, they're quite funny, um, but crossword is the most common thing. Um, and then I think I've had like a few proposal story type things. Yeah, there's there's been lots of things. Like one thing I've done quite a few times as well is where her, uh, sort of family members have died and they want to put in maybe a little poem or just some pictures um, of people that have passed away just to kind of acknowledge them. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, parents' photos so. I did one recently that was a surprise for the bride and groom and their parents put little messages in there for them with their wedding photos. But I've also done it where the couples have kind of acknowledged their parents and their grandparents and put um, like sort of almost like a family tree of wedding photos from their sort of previous couple of generations. Um, But yeah, like it's entirely different every time. Uh, because everybody's day looks differently, different and what they want to represent them is completely different. So I just kind of go with it. Like I point people in the right direction if they're stuck yeah. for ideas. But generally people know, like they think they don't know when they come to me, but they actually do. Once I start talking to them and give them ideas, they go, right, these are the things that we'd like. So people generally know what they do and they don't want. And I just kind of, nudge them over the line sometimes but yeah like it's just completely different each time really like the the kind of angles and things but I think when it's more of a newspaper base that's where you get the full stories because they Mm -hmm. always are quite funny like when I read what people have sent me it makes me laugh and I feel like I know them really well because it's really sort of intimate details about their relationships of their like friendships and their family and everything um so it makes me feel like I know their personalities really well because sometimes I've not even met them like some people I've met at fairs but I do have video calls with people to kind of discuss through their options and um, ideas and things but yeah like generally I don't really know them at all so it makes me feel like they're part of my family (laughs) I feel really sad when it's over (laughs) yeah you get to know the couple through their adventures absolutely so yeah let's dive into those four things couples need to know about their before they start designing their wedding stationery so 
Number one would be dealing with difficult conversations around uh, invitations and uh, who's invited. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I think this is um, not specific to destination weddings. I think this is just a yeah. generic thing, but I think it's probably highlighted more with destination weddings. Absolutely. Um, just because people have, so there's something about people, uh, weddings that brings out the worst in people, I feel. Um, I experienced it myself when I got married and I know from sort of lots of Facebook groups and things that I've seen lots of people lots of brides especially having really difficult conversations with um family and friends um, and when it comes to who is and isn't invited it can be really difficult because if you're limited especially during lockdown i think people were a bit more forgiving because of lockdown but people ex have expectations around what your wedding's going to look like even though it's not really any of their business so especially sort of friends and people like that who, yeah, are, perhaps not, who are perhaps not going to make the list. Um, I think people deal with it with family as well, but um, family are more likely to be invited. So mm -hmm. I, I think when it comes to destination weddings, you've really got to um, kind of almost like suck it up if you've made a decision you've got to kind of accept that there's going to be a limited amount of people who are going to go um and you've got to invite who is most important to you um and really get to kind of sit down and think about who the people on your get on your sort of list are and if you're if obviously if you've you're inviting family, but then afterwards, when you've got your friends list, you just need to kind of think, um, who are they? When did you last speak to them? Have they met your partner? Um, and then once you've kind of figured out what your list is, you both need to like communicate and stick together on your decision. Because if one kind of, one person, or one side kind of leans and goes, oh, well, maybe we can invite them. Then it's, that's where the kind of issues come in. If you like stand your ground and stick together, then you're gonna like, you know, defend yourselves in a better position. Yeah. Um, and it's, it is hard. I mean, I've been there and it yeah. is easier said than done. And it's really difficult. And, but I do know that so many people have these issues to deal with. Um, so, so when it comes to invitations, obviously people might be like, oh, I wasn't invited. And then if you, if you kind of like have a, a party line where you kind of say, well, we're having a destination wedding. Um, we're only limited to so many people. There's no accommodation or whatever the reasons are. Um, and explain to that person and if if they are not happy that they're not invited then that's their problem it's not on you you've got to kind of just accept yeah. that something that is going to be a part of having a destination wedding and if people say they can't come and they are invited you've got mm -hmm. to kind of accept that too so I I live in Bristol but I'm from the northeast of England um, mm -hmm. and I got married in Cornwall so for my friends and family to come they had to travel I think it was like 400 miles 
and most of them did come but there were people who I did invite who didn't come and I just I was just like okay that's fine like you know I accepted it because I appreciated that the distance for some people is too far people have got commitments and stuff so if you do have people on your list who you do invite and they can't come then you've just got to kind of say okay that's fine um and yeah I think I think a lot of it is just about having a party line and communicating to people and just accepting what they say and and not budging unless you have then spaces that you can fill if people do say they can't come in there's some spaces that you want to add in some more friends or anything like that but as long as you and your partner kind of stick together then I think you're like really well positioned to have those conversations and get the best outcome possible because it's not always like you're not always going to get the best outcome but I think you're like really well positioned. Exactly as you said you especially with destination weddings you know there is always uh, this uh, somebody that isn't invited that isn't getting on the list and what you said before you know it's maybe good to have like a a waiting list like if some uh, couples can't make it especially now during covid times it's more difficult to travel for some people yeah uh, so just you know if some if you know in advance that some people cannot make it for sure then uh, those people on your uh, second list or waiting list yeah get i always it. advise people to have like an a list which is like your close yeah. friends and family and then your b list which is other friends and family and then maybe a C list. Not yeah. it may not be relevant for destination weddings as much, but for if you're having like a, a celebration in local to where you live or in your in your country, um, then you can include sort of work colleagues or um, other people on that list. Um, and then if you do just have like an open party, then maybe you could invite those people. But the C list is kind of like an evening list kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's always this, uh, you know, you can always have like a second party at home or as you said later exactly. on. Yeah, for those people just to celebrate with them um, your union. So, yeah. So how would you advise couples to prepare for some, I don't know, negative comments or some difficult conversations they might have with their family or friends or some friends maybe? Because you also there's also the thing, for instance, if you don't invite uh, family friends, like yeah. not really your friends, but they're friends of your mother, and the mother says, oh, "But what are they gonna say if we don't invite them?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know if you really have any brilliant advice. It's it's so tricky and it's really really yeah. difficult. But I think as long as you have a sort of genuine reason, or, or it's not like you're just saying no if you're saying no but it's due to like limited numbers or you know whatever the limitations are and the reason why you've only you can't invite them then I mean it's genuine so you just have to stick to the truth um mm-hmm. and th- there are going to be people who aren't happy um potentially but like I said it that's their problem like there's nothing you can do if if you've mm-hmm. got a limit Numbers, um, you can't suddenly increase the numbers just because they say they want to come. It doesn't make a difference what they say to the outcome. So 
you've mm -hmm. just got to be like strong and just be as like nice and kind as you can and hope if that they sort of understand and if they don't understand that's not your problem like it's not you, you can't you can't control other people's reactions so exactly. you can only control your own so you just have to sort of be like I'm sorry you feel like that but there's nothing we can do to change the situation mm. um, and yeah like I know people fall out long term over this um, it's really tricky like I said at, at the start I don't I don't, there's something about weddings that really brings out a really nasty side in people. I don't know any other thing that brings out reactions like that in people. I had so many problems with um, friends and family of people like, giving me ultimatums and things like that. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I'm quite easygoing, but to a point and then if there's out but I'll stick to my guns so I was just you know like I think they thought oh well she's easy going we can push her around a bit but yeah. actually because it was my wedding and I was really you know I knew exactly how I wanted it to be in terms of um you know where it was and everything I just was like no I'm not going to be pushed around. This is what it. This is what's going to happen, and people didn't like it because they probably thought I was being out of character. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah, like I learned the hard way. Uh, but you know, sometimes it makes you realise that maybe those people weren't friends in the first place. Um, no. it, it's it's really difficult. I don't really have any <laughs> like advice. It's just yeah, you've just got to ride the storm basically. But it's be, just be as like kind and. And just like explain what the situation is. Yeah, exactly. To be as kind as you said, and to explain uh, why you know why is this happening and why are they not on the list? Yeah. So exactly, yeah. And also, like I, I've, I had, I had criticism from people that I found out later. People had been talking behind my back saying, "Oh, she invited mm -hmm. this person, but she didn't invite their kids." Oh, and we wow. had like a blanket thing of like family children only because a lot of friends have like yeah. several children and if we didn't like let everyone bring their kids we had a limit of 120 people mm -hmm. um and at the end we only had about 70 um but if we'd have invited everyone's kids we would have had like at least a third of people would have been children and that's just not the kind of wedding that, that we wanted to have um, and so I heard people had been talking about me saying, oh, she didn't invite children. And I was like, but who's paying for this wedding? Like, if you're paying for something, you can't be derailed by what other people want because they're not paying for it. And that was like a real thing for me. I was just thinking, I'm paying for this, so I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to invite who I want to. Exactly. And um, you have to, you know, make a line somewhere, as you said, you would be well over the limit. Yeah. So let's go to number two, information to share in your stationery. So obviously your newspaper can fit in a yeah. lot of information, but yeah. uh, let's say other stationery that doesn't fit so much information. So what is the most important information that they need to share? So I've 
kind of split this into three sections because there's kind of like pre-wedding, which is your server date and invites, um, on the day, so like an order of service, plan the day kind of thing. And then after the wedding with your thank yous. So pre-wedding, so server dates and invites, um, it depends, obviously, like I said, everyone's day is different. Um, and it just depends on what's suitable, um, depending on what you've got planned. But obviously, names given and the ceremony information, so the date and the time, uh, the location, venue, you might want to include any websites on there. If it's difficult to find or it's a place that people don't sort of know the area, you might want to include directions or a map. Um, also like transport and parking information if it's in a city centre and people are travelling they might you might want to sort of say where the nearest car park is I mean everyone has Google these days so it's not a big deal but it may help some like older family or you know relatives um, contact details so uh, for your RSP, RSVP especially how, how you want um, them to contact you who you want them to contact um, any food details sometimes you might have uh, uh, a choice of food or you might want to just tell them what the food is so that they can let you know if they've got any allergies or special requirements um, if you're having a guest list you might want to put some wording in there or links to if you've got like a website um, and yeah, I mean, for me, I would also include things like you might want to include engagement, shoot photos, uh, proposal story or how you met. Um, you might have a significant sort of timeline if you've been together a long time of like things that happen. So like when you bought your first house, first holiday, you know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's probably about it for server that's invite. And then order a service. So again, name, date and venue, um, key ones. Um, timeline is probably the most common thing that I put in. So what you're doing on the day. And also I have done a number of destination weddings where they've had like a timeline for the other days as well. So for, um, for the ceremony itself but you might have other plans so say if you're there for like I don't know like four or five days or, or whatever then you might have other things organized like meals together or um, you might have organized I don't know like a wine tasting or you know other events that are not kind of related to the wedding so you can kind of um, give a timeline uh, sort of a little itinerary of what's planned. Um, you might want to have information about of parents or uh, the couple themselves um, or the, the wedding party so any bridesmaids best men groomsmen you know anybody in who's kind of a VIP person at the, the ceremony um, you might want to do a menu again so if you haven't already given a menu or you might want to give it again in any case just to remind people what you're having recommendations is a good one for destination weddings so you might want to if you haven't got anything planned you might want to recommend any sort of local tourist information of um like hot spots of places to visit or uh, restaurants or you know if, if people are there for a few days and you've not got anything planned you might want to kind of give them some help of like making the most of the time there 
like I said, crosswords is a really popular one. Quizzes and Sudoku as well, I've, I've done a few times. Um, readings, hymns, poems, so anything that might be in a ceremony. Um, you might want to include details of where you've gone on honeymoon, in memory of, which I've already mentioned. Uh, social media tags and hashtags. Like there are so many things that you could put in there, but it's just for like flavor. And then thank yous are like a memento of your day. So again, vital name, date, venue, um, favorite images of the day. You can include photo booth images if you have something like that. Um, quotes from the ceremony or speeches, or if you um, something I've done before is uh, lyrics from the first dance song. Um, it's from your vows uh, you can put in there, uh, messages to your friends and family. So generally I get people to put like a generic thank you message in there it's just when they send it out to their friends and family. Obviously there's like a thank you, uh, which is just a generic one to cover everything. Um, and maybe some honeymoon images and a link to online photos or videos. So there's like so much scope there for all kinds of things. Yeah, so much. <laughs> yeah, like I, th this doesn't cover everything that I've ever done, but it covers most things. It just gives people a really good place to start and to figure out what they do and don't want to include. Like I said, people generally know what they do and don't want. Um, so mm -hmm. I give them this list and it really, really helps them to kind of figure that out. Okay, so... Let's go to the third one. How to add personality to your wedding stationery? Yeah, so I guess that kind of is covered in the last one um, where you can include photos. So for me, obviously, personality is really important because, like I said, everybody's there, everyone's plans, everybody's personality is completely different in every single wedding. So for me, getting personality into the stationery I create is the most important thing. Um, so I really encourage people to put photos and to put um, information about them. And that's where the crossword comes in. because A lot of people find that as being like a, a really good way of getting their personality across. But also it's a really good icebreaker for people on, on the actual day. Um, so I had I had crosswords on the tables at my wedding. Um, and I knew that nobody knew, in theory, nobody would know all the answers. Um, mm -hmm. People know me at different points in my life. And so some people would know some answers and others would know other answers. And I thought it was a really good way of getting people to speak to each other to try and figure out the answers. Um, and that seemed to really work. So I think that's a really good thing to have because yeah, it, it is. And also you can make, you can word the questions funny and they can be kind of like in jokes and, um, you know, like family jokes and things that people will read and it will mean something and it will make them smile. So, um, you know, you, you might ask what people's nicknames are or what happened when, you know, somebody broke their arm or something, you know, like there'll be things that'll be like family history that'll be like a legend that always gets talked about at Christmas or whatever. Um, so you can put things like that in. 
Um, and yes, Botox is a really good thing. Um, I don't really know what what more can like be said about your personality than actually putting your photos in there. It really makes it unique and all about you. So stories as well, like proposal stories and um, just things that are unique to you as a couple. It's mostly just stories and photos really and like a crossword or something where you can put some, you know, your own personalised stamp on it. Yeah, it's such a great idea because uh, it also gives, um, you know, a chance for other people to get to know the couple. Like, for instance, if there's uh, friends from the groom, they get to know uh, yeah. bride or the vice versa. So, yeah, it's a great idea. Um, so how to share your day with people who couldn't make it? Yeah, way. so for me, um, I, again, with my thank yous, um, photos is everything because nobody or very rarely people print out photos these days they just have everything digitally so I think it's a really great way of having a keepsake that people can just look yeah. at every now and again you might actually want to put it in a frame um for me for what I do I don't I don't really see other people doing what I do so you might get a thank you card and it might have one or a couple of pictures on there but the beauty of what I do is that you can include lots of photos and it means that people are actually going to look at your photos like you spent so much money on a photographer and then nobody but you is going to see the pictures um so for me I think it's really important to share the photos and um and people to to see what your day was like because if they weren't there they have no idea and just seeing one or a couple of photos isn't really going to represent what your day actually looked like and you if, if they couldn't make it they'll say if you're getting married abroad and your older relatives can't make it because you know they're not sort of able to um but they're really important to you and you want them to feel like they were there almost Obviously, you can get videos done and and they can see the ceremony and everything. But with photos, they might look at them digitally and then not look at them again. But I think with a, what I do with a newspaper, it just shares that. And it's like something that is like a keepsake. And like this, this part is really important to me because this is how my business started. Mm -hmm. And... I sent, um, so I had a lot of family that didn't come um, and I did send out the newspapers with all of my favourite wedding photos um, and it just felt to me that I was sharing my day with them. I think if I'd have just sent a thank you card with a couple of pictures yeah. it didn't really mean anything, like it would just be a card but I, I feel like there's so much more meaning in what I create um, yeah. that people feel like they understand what the whole day was like and you know seeing photos of lots of different people um so if you've got people who like for me now I look at my wedding photos and there's been several people that are no longer with us and so it's really important if you've like sent some pictures to family um if you sent a card 
and it's only got a picture of you and your partner on there they're not going to see all the other pictures but if you've got lots of your favorite pictures including lots of members of family and like your bridesmaids and best man and you know important people then down the line when people are looking at it in like 5, 10, 15 years whatever they're going to be like oh do you remember that and do you remember this person or didn't they look really good there and because now when I look at my wedding pictures it makes me feel happy that those people were part of my day that are no longer here but also all of the people I sent my newspapers to also Mm -hmm. get to share that as well. Exactly. Um, how did you get to this idea to, to when you said you did it for, for the first time for yourself that you sent a yeah. newspaper? Like, how did this idea come to you? I saw it on Pinterest. So oh. I probably saw it. I got married in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I reckon I probably saw it about two years before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, yeah, I saw a newspaper before I think it was more for on the day, the one that I saw, but it had just loads of photos in it. And I mm-hmm. thought, oh, that's such a good idea. I'm going to do that. Um, and like I said, I did all my own stationery, which wasn't used paper based. It was just kind of, you know, normal kind of um, mm-hmm. cards and things. And um, and then after the wedding, I sent out. I, so I, I obviously started to create the newspaper. And I didn't really have a clue what I was doing. I had a quick look to see if I could find anyone that did it just for inspiration more than anything, because being creative, I was like quite happy to do it myself and figure it all out. Um, But I couldn't find anybody else that was doing it. Um, So, yeah, I was kind of like, I've got this idea. How do I how do I like make it happen? So I figured it all out and it took me a good few weeks and some long evenings of like working into the early hours trying to fit all the photos onto a page and I had like tech issues where it didn't create um, the sort of the file to send off to the print, printer properly and yeah. the laptop nearly went out the window and stuff but it took me a while to like figure it all out but then once I'd done it and I sent it out I was so happy and then because I had been creative so in a previous life I used to be uh, I used to work in IT and I I was a software developer and um, I was kind of getting a little bit bored and when I did my wedding (laughs) session I was like I am really creative and I just ignored it for a long time um, because I was really creative when I was a child but I just kind of yeah. forgot about it and so I realized this creative side had come out again and that I didn't want to ignore it anymore so um, when I send out the newspapers because a lot of my friends whilst I was planning my wedding and at the wedding were like why do you work in IT you're like so creative there's so many things you can do it's like a talent that shouldn't go to waste so yeah, after I sent out the newspapers, my friend said, this is the thing you need to do. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're so right. Like it just, it was like all the pieces fell into place. And initially I just did the photo ones, hence the name photo press. But as time went on and I did fairs and I, you know, networked and spoke to other suppliers and people, uh, people were kind of saying oh could you do invites and could you do other things and I was like well I, I've never done that kind of thing but there's 
that's not to say that I can't. So I just kept pushing myself a bit further and exploring more things. And yeah, it's just kind of evolved over time into like me doing lots of different types of stationery, but I love it. Like I wouldn't change it. I mean, it's been hard the last couple of years. Um, my business was just really starting to take off when COVID first hit. So then it sort of hit a cliff and, and nosedive, but it's, it's really starting to take off again. So it's, it's been tough and it's been a journey, but um, I wouldn't change it. I love it. Absolutely, yeah. And I think, like, uh, as you said before, when you send something uh, after the wedding, you know, like a thank you card or whatever, and if you send a newspaper of everything that happened at your wedding, I think that's so much more, as you said, personal and so much more interesting because you can also write stories behind that. So it's not just, you know, thank you, we got married in, I don't know, Greece or Bahamas or whatever, but also this is what we did, you know, this is what happened. This is our story. This is our engagement story, you know, like, um, and the wedding story and everything. Like, uh, I think it's really important part to keep these memories because uh that's why you're doing this you know to to keep the memories yeah and I think with a destination wedding you can also include things that aren't necessarily part of the wedding like all the other things that you did and you might have some like really crazy stories of what people got up to you know when they were drunk and stuff and you can kind of acknowledge and make you know poke fun at uh people and or like have a quiz and, and say who who did this at like three o'clock in the morning or whatever or like yeah. who ended up in a swimming pool at the end of the ceremony or you know like you know random things that happened you can kind of put it all down on paper so that it's kind of like in a few years when someone picks it up and they read it and they're like oh yeah I forgot that happened and it'll bring a smile to their face and I think for me, that's what it's all about. Like, it's not necessarily about just here and now. It's about yeah. having a keepsake um, of something that some, will make people smile when they pick it up, whether it's whether, whether whether it's making them laugh at a funny story or whether it's just making them smile at, like, all the, the love and the sort of happiness that is in all of the photos. Exactly. So for the last question, tell us one more piece of advice you would give to all of the couples that are planning a destination wedding? Ooh. Uh, I really, that's a tough one. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of, like, if I was, like, um, saying to my myself a few years back before I got wed- uh, married, what I would tell myself. Um... I think I think you just have to be kind of flexible and kind of roll with it um, because when you when you don't live in the place where you're getting married, there's only so much you can do. You're not, you know, yeah. like so. I think for me it was slightly different because I. I got my cake and my flowers in Bristol and, and I drove them myself down to the venue. Obviously, if you're abroad, then you can't necessarily do that. But I think you just have to, there's limitations and expectations of your own. 
that you kind of have to manage because if you want something and it's not available in the destination then you have to just go with what what's the next best thing um so I think you just have to be like flexible with what you're willing to accept so don't kind of say this is what I want and nothing else you kind of obviously as well in different countries say for example cakes are probably very different here yeah. they are there and so you're not going to want a design that would be kind of here because obviously the heat and everything is very different so mm-hmm. you know like on flowers maybe you know availability of what you can get in, in another country is completely different to what you might have in England because of like how they're kept and and you know accessibility of stuff um so I think yeah just being flexible and open-minded as to what what you can and can't have absolutely that's a great advice yeah and especially you know as you said in some of the destinations like in some islands uh there might not be all of the things available like in the big city yeah we said be flexible and go in go into it with an open mind that's a great advice yeah okay so if somebody wants to get in touch with you and find your newspapers where can they find you yeah so probably the best place is instagram um i've got all of my other stuff linked from there and my tag is photo press uk okay perfect uh it was lovely chatting with you today and i learned so much about new ways of including things in my stationery (laughs) yeah thanks for having me thank you for listening to elwed talks to get your magazine about destination weddings in greece head over to elwed.com magazine to help you on your destination wedding planning journey